Matthew here with the Tractor Beam Comic Review on the Ion Cannon Podcast, the Star Wars Underworld Podcast Network. Thanks for indulging my absence last week. I tried to do Mandalorian. I tried to read issues number one to numbers issues number one to four. I can speak English good, I promise. Uh, I, I just couldn't. I only got to issues one and two. I, I found that the Mandalorian as a show too too much silence, too much quiet moments, and for a Western comic that. It just doesn't translate as well, and maybe that, I don't know if that's uh, an issue just with the translating, it's the wrong medium for it. You know, a lot of people have talked about if only we had gotten uh, you know, a tie-in story, there was a new story otherwise, other than a, a, a comics adaptation. Yeah, that whole, that question of uh, too much dialogue, too little dialogue, that'll be, that'll come very shortly throughout this Tractor Boom Comics review. First up, we've got... Star Wars Ongoing by Charles Soule, number 28 by Charles Soule, art by Andreas Genele, art uh, cover by E.M. Gist, no, number 28, The Calculus of Loss, The Price of Freedom is Examined, as the Rebel Alliance comes to understand the true scope of the threat against it. 3PO enters into aggressive negotiations, and Luke Skywalker embarks upon a desperate mission that will test his growing Jedi skills to the limit. And I gotta say, the... the very last moment having Mon Mothma in the air in, in our minds thanks to uh, thanks to Andor if we can do it once we can do it again Mon Mothma leaving us on this hopeful note about in, in light of the news of the Death Star and you want to talk about silence and dialogue Charles Soule na- nails this perfectly you know again Mandalorian uh, too little dialogue for a comic book uh, hyperspace stories for my age group, my demographic, I felt it was just too so much to read through. I'm kind of surprised even kids would want to read through all that. Uh, this one was perfect, including that moment of silence, that beat of silence uh, when when uh, the the intelligence comes through about a second Death Star, and you you feel feel the the Alliance command gaining the resolve, and then uh, you know starting to. You know, realize and yeah and resolve okay mamatha speaking up we can do it once we can destroy death star once we can do it again uh that that family uh the crimson dawn family i'm blanking on their name incredible again uh already very quickly we connect so well with them similar maybe to the way in uh in shadow of the sith we connected with death and mirror mirror and ray uh we connect with with uh this this family from Crimson, Crimson Dawn, who worked on the second Death Star, they got their kids there. That helps not just raise the stakes in a cheap way, but helps us connect with them. I think I've said this before. Um, so Charles Soul definitely giving us giving us those great moments and, and everything with Luke in this story. The way we get to actually see the import of his Force powers, Force abilities growing, even to the point of oh, he looked looking good in black. So <laughs> there's that little story meet where. He's starting to wear just the black in Return of the Jedi because he goes undercover as, as the cover shows, uh, as an Imperial officer on, on Coruscant, which is another great thing. We see Imperial Coruscant, the, the glitzy Art Deco version, and of course the, uh, the, the sewers, the underground sewers, underworld sewers. Kind of what we see in, in Andor, of course, is the, the brutalist middle where the common people live. Um, yeah, very uh, great moments, great comic. This one, again, off to 
such a strong start, not off to a start, off to such a strong continuation, even as we're in between uh, Crimson, Crimson Rain and Hidden Empire. Uh, the story, the story's moving along, and the focus of, and the focus on Luke. I'm liking that. I mean, the focus on Leia is always pretty excellent, pretty wonderful. But um, to to follow along, yeah, it's it's nice to have have more of Luke here because we just haven't had as much. Okay, High Republic Phase Two, woo, number one. I uh, got gotta get that woo in there. Uh, written by Kevin Scott, art and cover by Ario and Indito. A new chapter begins for Star Wars, The High Republic, 150 years before the fall of Starlight. Another beacon burns bright in the galaxy, a beacon of faith and spirituality. Jeddah, the Pilgrim Moon, the Kyber Heart. But tensions are rising in the Holy City, and dark days are to come. Jedi Vildar Mac, a Jedi safe and secure in who he is and what he could be, arrives as Jeddah's fragile peace begins to crumble. But a nightmare awaits. A nameless terror that will become the stuff of legends. And yes, I am emphasizing nameless terror there because, of course, Phase 2 being all about, in, not all about, in part about the origins of the nameless and being a few, you know, being about halfway through Path of Deceit, now coming to, to the uh, this story here set on Jeddah. First of all, again, again, just seeing Jeddah at this time and how it's, uh, first of all, sorry about the, the noise above me. This is just... How, how I got a roll here. Uh, Jeddah at this time having this very interesting sort of parliament of, of religions, if you will, uh, reminded me of the World Council of Churches. Uh, just different people of different faiths coming together to try and actually build peace and, and learn to coexist. And something we haven't seen much with the Jedi before because we've only seen them later time where they kind of have this monopoly or at least the stories we've seen, you know, um, it, 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 it will be interesting to explore this relationship between the Jedi being on Coruscant, Coruscant being the center of the galaxy and the, the political center of the galaxy and economic center of the galaxy. At this point in, in the story, in the history, uh, the Republic just isn't, doesn't have that kind of unifying reach. And therefore, the Jedi don't have that kind of unifying reach. Maybe not anymore. There is uh, there's a reference, of course, to how the Jedi used to rule Jedi. Uh, there's the, obviously the name, the connection there um, in Legends. There's a different history with that. But I, I think there's going to be something about the name Jedi with the Jedi. Great to see that statue. But most importantly, the story. Let's get to the story here. Um, again, the hype is real. I love that you know we're led to think and all the marketing we're led to think this is about Vildar Mac and everything he's going to do is going to be great and we think we don't know who's narrating this thing we're led along we're led along and then all of a sudden it turns out he it's about spoiler alert the the thief who's stealing these artifacts who ends up killing Vildar Mac um again connections to Path of Deceit of course with people stealing force artifacts and uh, all that wonderful tie-in Path of Deceit by Tessa Grattan, Justine Ireland, the young adult novel in Phase 2, the beginning of Phase 2 here. Um, that was a brilliant twist. That was that was a risky twist, but a brilliant one, and uh, I, I paid off, I think. Um, anyway, I definitely I liked that Padawan character a little bit. She was kind of... She was starting to annoy me as much as she was annoying Vildar Mac, which, credit to Kevin Scott, is, is appropriate. <laughs> 
you know, the good writing there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, where does this book go from here? If it's not about Mac or if it's something about his legacy or something to do with force ghosts or something, but if it's really about this thief and his story through Jedi and through, you know, I don't know, anti-heroism or, or who knows what, um, you know, that, that'll be exciting. And then of course, uh, this nameless terror and the fragile peace beginning to crumble and, uh, the tensions that are, are arising that we just don't know. I mean, that's another beauty of, of high Republic is, is we, all we know about Jedi is 450 years later when it gets kablammied by the death star. Right. Uh, so, again, uh, loving that we're going to actually get to see what this place was about. You know me, space wizards, my jam, different different institutions and different religious bodies coming together, trying to understand who they are and who, how to relate to each other and how to relate to this burgeoning republic. And all those questions that uh, I, I'm, I trust Kevin Scott especially to answer really well. He has a background in religious studies and comparative religion that he put on display in Dooku Jedi Lost and everything he's done, especially through High Republic. Uh, and so, yeah, off to a fantastic start. I, I Guys, I think Phase 2, and I'll, I'll say this on the, uh, on the main Iron Cannon podcast, I think Phase 2 is going to be better than Phase 1. I think I may have I've mentioned this, but uh, I, again, just taking a bit of a, a bit of attention here it's it's just everything that seems to be coming down the pipe yeah it's like the sequel like i mean sequels in star wars have a good history of actually being better than the first i mean empire strikes back i don't know about attack of the clones necessarily but the last jedi hello um you know and and stories kind of the coming in as other stories have been developed and established you know twilight of, twilight of the apprentice so Phase two uh, and the co- the first opening comic of phase of phase two is uh, tremendous. Okay, finally gone on for a bit, talking for a bit here. Uh, Visions one shot, uh, written art cover art by Takashi Okazaki, uh, English translation by Aki Yanagi. Again, there, there's there's a, a, a an author artist combo for you, uh, Takashi Okazaki, writing both doing both. Come on, Marvel, you know what to do. Uh, from the creative mind behind the Star Wars Visions episode, The Duel, comes the sequel, Ronin and the Blind. Takashi Okazaki is continuing his storytelling from the acclaimed Star Wars Visions episode, The Duel, featuring the Ronin. The mythology of Star Wars, infused with elements of feudal Japan, makes this a must-read for Star Wars and manga fang- fans alike. And so, okay, stepping out of the canon a little bit, the first thing I'll say is, until I read this comic, I, I still struggled with what, visions is and, and you know i'm i'm i was never worried about oh is it canon or is it not like that's not the question you know is it I'm not worried about how much it explores uh using the mythology and the language of star wars but but altering it and fusing it with with like it says mixing it with elements of feudal japan but i didn't quite get it until i saw that panel with uh, looking back to the Clone Wars, and you have clones in you know, clearly it's Phase One clones, but also with feudal Japan samurai uh, trappings on it, and it, it's I mean I don't want to reduce it, but it, it's uh, it's like 
on Instagram. There's a lot of folks, or even uh, folks I think who make metalworks or or costumes, or, or I think there's even the action figures of uh, of Star Wars characters who are are samurified, if I can say that. Uh, you know, you, I think you've all seen them. So I finally kind of got at least that's where the starting point for Visions was, and. Uh, you know, and again, even there, here, it's nice. It helps that they're tying into some aspect of Star Wars history that we know. So the Clone Wars and how this is the Empire, but even possibly later than the Empire. And I know, again, I don't want to try and fit it in too much, but that helped me appreciate it more. And so that you have, I mean, I, mean, I, I forgot this was a one shot. I was, you know, had this reference to this, uh, this character now going off and trying to find a temple and uh i was intrigued I, i'm like i want to go go see that story i'm guessing uh, i've only seen i admit i've only seen visions once and when it came out and uh, i haven't read the ronin novel or listened to it on audible so uh but but you know i enjoyed uh the clash of these different characters both the ronin and the blind and how uh they interact with each other they have this this kind of respect although the blind he he plays up his comedic uh kind of like um uh cheer it in way a little bit um in in the similar sort of comedic yeah it's the same tradition of, of the 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 jester who's blind who's also can fight super well and and break out the serious uh combat talent and yeah that that worked for me um again th this is manga it was actually kind of weird I haven't read much manga. <laughs> the main manga I've only read is, is High Republic. Uh, uh, what was it called? Crash of Fate. Not Crash of Fate. The, the High Republic manga that came out for Phase 1. That is coming out for Phase 2. It was weird reading it, but in the size of a North American Marvel comic. <laughs> that, was, that was a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I enjoyed this. And, and this time, I think because it's more of the tradition... The silent moments, more of the silent moments worked better. Uh, partly because of the style, the art of this black and white infused with some color uh, when it was appropriate. When there's dream sequence or lightsabers or whatnot. But primarily the black and white meant there could be more detail in the art by Takashi Okazaki. And so, and the, the, the pacing of it fit better than, say, in the Mandalorian comic. Then, in this case, you know, when they're having this exciting pitch duel and then or, or fighting the 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 guys on the the stormtrooper not the stormtrooper bridge the, well i guess they're kind of stormtroopers the uh the the at downed att walker leg is a bridge uh when, when they're fighting them then going to that pool and having those quiet moments and walking away and, and the, the 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 view of him the scene of him walking away uh yeah that it worked better for me i again i'm I'm intrigued to hear what see what comes next. It's just a one shot, so I'm gonna just go ahead and watch uh, the duel again on Disney Plus and see, uh, see re re refresh my memory on what happened there. Okay, uh, that that's all the tractor beam. That's all the tractor beam dragged in this week. Uh, let me know what you thought of uh, Charles Soule's Star Wars Ongoing and everything around the second Death Star and that wonderful family and that Luke encounters. What do you think of uh, of the death of Vildar Mac and and this uh, this thief who who killed him and how the story might revolve around around him 
and everything about Jeddah in the High Republic era, in the in High Republic, the early High Republic era, I'm calling it, Phase 2, or, yeah, the Visions one shot. Let me know about that on uh, on Twitter or Instagram, at Iron Cannon Pod. Next week, Vader number 28 by Greg Pak, uh, written by Greg Pak, art by Luke Ross, cover by Raza. Anytime you get a, a Vader with, is that Sabe, is that Padme cover, always here for it, because, of course, Sabe has, is, is a main character in this story, and I am here for it. I should get the next issue of Insider in some sometime soon, either this week or next week, and that, of course, includes the second part of George Mann's High Republic Phase 2 short story, also set on Jeddah, Tales of Enlightenment, New Prospects. Uh, pop by your local comic book shop for physical copies of the books I reviewed today and for next week's comics, or if digital is more your speed, then click the links in the description below, as always. Please like and subscribe to the Ion Cannon and Star Wars Underworld YouTube pages. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right here. And on Twitter and Instagram at Ion Cannon Pod and at SWU. Keep it locked on the full Ion Cannon Podcast live on the Star Wars Underworld YouTube channel. Coming to you this and every Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And then right here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Until then, happy reading. <laughs>